You are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langzer. Uh, we're back. Mastering Mitzvahs, episode 37, I think we're at right now. Maybe 38, as a matter of fact. Uh, this is Mike, and I have on the line with me a dear good friend, Veronica, from Vera Luz Photography. Veronica, would you like to say hello? Sure. How you doing, everybody? So, um... They're not going to answer you, but I'm glad you got to say hello. <laughs> Maybe there are some people who are. They might be talking to themselves as they're driving around and listening. That's cool. So Veronica is one of our favorite photographers that we love working with. She's super creative, uh, very easy to work with, and has a ton of knowledge. So uh, what we want to do on today's podcast is just talk about photography. And Veronica, I think you're the second photographer we've had on this podcast, and I like the diversity. I like the different um, approach in um I kind of want to get your input. So just from the very beginning, if you want to just give the listeners a little idea of your background, how you got into this, how long you've been doing it. Sure. Uh, so next year I'll be celebrating my 25th year professionally. Uh, so I've been uh, photographing for 25 years, but not all of it is doing events. So my first 11 years, uh, I was a photojournalist working for news. Um, and kind of I take that same approach as I did um, on my news jobs is I can photograph really quickly and almost unobtrusively because that was how I was trained. So as I honed my portraiture and event business, uh, I had to learn different ways of posing and lighting and that all kind of came later. But the way I approach a day, um, that all was my journalistic uh, training. So I think that's why my eye is a little bit different than most other photographers is I do have that kind of in a sense, kind of paparazzi stalker style where I, I <laughs> grab moments that like people are like, when did that happen? I didn't even see that. You're, you're, uh, you're already saying people. so many buzzwords that I'm, I'm excited about. So, <laughs> um, so sorry to cut you off. Keep going. Uh, so what else? Um, so I've been doing uh, events and portraiture now for over 12 years uh, with Bar Butt Mitzvahs being my event specialty. Um, but uh, it's just, it's, it's so much fun, and, and what I especially love about um, the mitzvah world, I love a good theme. So if you give me a great theme, I get so excited because the details are great, and no two are, are the same. So it's completely different um, every night we're working. That's so cool. So I, I'm going to stop you for just a second because you said mitzvahs are one of your are, are really a specialty of yours. Um, how do you find mitzvah photography different than other photography because I you know there's I feel like there's thousands and thousands of wedding photographers but the mitzvah photography world is not quite as diverse um, and I would agree with you since I've been doing weddings for about 12 years um, so I definitely know that there is a difference so the styles are somewhat similar uh, but what I'm finding that the mitzvah clients kind of gravitate toward since there aren't so many of us who really know how the day goes um, and what the timeline is going to be and and that kind of um, you know creative photography that that today's clients are looking for uh, there are a few of us I think who do a mitzvah and do it well whereas with weddings there's 
literally hundreds of thousands of photographers in the tri-state area who shoot weddings. Right. And there's not that many who do mitzvahs and I think do them well. So, um, you know, I think my clients now are looking for something a little more hip and contemporary. They're looking for creativity and they don't want the photos to look like their mitzvah album did uh, when they were kids. So they're definitely looking for something outside the box. And, uh, and I think that's why most folks are attracted to us is because they know that we can deliver that. That's good stuff. Hey, you, you said the word albums. Is, is albums still a super popular? Like, is everybody doing albums or a lot of people asking for digital? Like, what's your opinion on that? You know, it's so fascinating. It was with the weddings, they were looking for more digital, less albums. With the mitzvah, almost every client wants an album. Wow. Any so, idea why? You know, I haven't been able to figure that out. I think it's because it's, you know, yes, it, it's a it's a once-in-a-lifetime milestone. So you don't get, you know, we can get remarried. I've been there, but we can't get remarried, <laughs> if you will. And I think, you know, they have that special, um, you know, adoration for their album as it was when they were a child. And I think that they want to give their kids the same gift. Um, and it's special. And I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, we never looked through our wedding album. But people still talk about their mitzvah album, so it's a completely different animal. It's, it's fascinating, really. That, that is interesting. Um, you typically work with an assistant, don't you? I do. There's always two of us photographers on the job. Okay, so for the listeners that are you know, potential clients out there uh, seeking photography, why don't you give them some tips, you know, not only about assistance, but you know, what should a, what should a family look for when they're trying to find a mitzvah photographer? Sure. Uh, so there's a couple of things that I would normally recommend. Uh, the first thing is um, is to do your homework. So, um, you know, ask people, ask for referrals. If your child or you were at a bar bat mitzvah in the past year or so and the person likes their photograph, ask who they use. A referral is super important um, because it's coming right from somebody you already know and trust and not just Google. Um, and the second thing is don't go and interview 10 different vendors for each uh, photographer, videographer, DJ. It just, it'll overwhelm you, and it's already an overwhelming process planning this perfect party for your child. I say no more than three. <laughs> that's, that's plenty to choose between. Um, and, you know, you want to look at their style. So not only are you reading their, um, their testimonials and seeing their reputation, uh, but you want to look at their photography style and see if it connects with you, if you like the aesthetic uh, of how the photographs look, because, uh, you know, that's it's super important. And uh, probably one of my biggest and most important rules is you have to have that chemistry with your client. So I have to super jive with my clients and the kids, most importantly. So we have to like each other. We have to trust each other. Uh, the kids I work with, they really are my kids. I treat them like my children. Wow. They are the same age. I mean, you know, especially my girls. When they get that dress, I'm one of the first people they send a picture to. They're so excited. I have them Pinterest me ideas, and they're constantly sending me pictures, and we're getting excited. And I'm in communication with my clients all the time. So I'm not a stranger by the time we're working together. I'm, I'm like a, a great neighbor, if you will. So the family, really, we know each other very well. You, you know, it's very, you're, very rare. You're, you're hitting so many of the same topics that we talk about in the entertainment world that, you know, con oh, yeah. connecting with the MC and not being a stranger. Uh, you know, so so many points that you're saying. And you said something before that I thought was brilliant. And, and I feel the same way is, 
you know, reviews are amazing, like Google reviews and, and you know, in the wedding world, the Nod sure. and Wedding Wire, but, you know, Facebook reviews, but they're only as good as the expectations of the person that wrote them. So, you know, it's, it's one thing to have thousands of reviews, hundreds of reviews, but, you know, what are the expectations? So, you know, I think when yeah. what you said was, you know, get referrals from friends or family, I, I would take that one step further and say friends or family that have similar taste to you. You know, um, I I use like a, an example all the time here of, you know, going out to Fridays and getting a, um, a, a filet mignon for $12. Okay, it's a, it's a good steak for $12 and you're happy with it. But you could also go to like Smith & Walensky or Morton's and get the same size steak and it's $60, but the experience is so much different. So your Correct. expectations play a big factor in it. That is that is our job. More than taking pictures, I feel like I'm the manager of expectations. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's really important because, um, you know, being on that same page with a client, you know, I have some who have never done this before. They've never planned this. They don't even know. They're the first of their friends. And they're like, Veronica, I don't even know what questions I'm supposed to ask you. I don't even know what a budget would be. Like, they really don't know. Right. So I love to take that opportunity to really just kind of help that poor person who I could tell is overwhelmed and just say, okay, I'm going to give you some advice here to the best of my ability. Uh, even if you don't use me, here's some you know, helpful questions to ask. Um, and do your homework. You know, you have to do your homework, you know, and see, make sure that the, the companies that you're hiring are all reputable, that have a good reputation. I just, uh, coincidentally, I was on a, a mitzvah Facebook group, if you will, and somebody had brought up something, and it, it, it just, it was fascinating to me that this was even brought up. And the woman said, I guess she's hiring a photographer, and she wanted to know, is it normal to pay the photographer, you know, the full balance the day of the event? She felt like she shouldn't have to pay it until her photographs are delivered. So, you know, I took the opportunity to say, look, um, let me explain to you how this works. A, each of us have, we run our businesses how we feel is the best way to run our businesses. So what percentage of a deposit we take down and how we spread out our payments, everybody does it, you know, what works best for them, but there is an industry standard. And as an events photographer, we are usually 99.9% .9 of the time paid in full by the day of the event. We're not out to, you know, mess with anybody. We're not going to not give you the pictures. We're not holding something against you. It's that's just, that's just how we work. You're paying your venue that day before your party starts. You're probably paying all of your other, other vendors. We're no different. Um, right. I, I, saw the, of, I saw that same Facebook post. I didn't see the, the rest of the chain, but I did see the question get posted. But, it, but she, she came into it with the... What upset me was she came into it with the feeling that she was already going to get screwed by her photographer. And I said, look, if you did your homework, if you signed a contract and you read your contract, if you hired somebody reputable, then you should have nothing to fear. You need to not feel initially like somebody's going to take advantage of you. You need to trust that photographer. They are with you and your child all day. If you're already thinking that they're going to, you know, hold something against you, then something's not right. Right, right. You have to trust your vendors. So, so two points. Uh, n number one, I agree hundred percent. We do the same thing: full payment in advance. You know, the, before the party begins, usually a week before. And it's not because we don't trust the clients, but it's you know things happen, and and you know you're busy at the end of the night, and you know there's a lot of drinking that goes on. Making yep. a making a payment on site 
at the end of the event is very unrealistic because, you know, you have 150 guests to say goodbye to. And again, you've been drinking and, you know, your priority is not let me pay the photographer or let me pay the DJ. Your priority is how do I make sure that my guests finish the enjoyment of their day? And, you know, after the event, again, it's hard to chase people down. I mean, we're not we're not bankers. We're not in that business. So, um so yeah, I, I agree with you, and and you're right. There needs to be a trust factor. Um, there needs you have to. You you can't bring these people into your world, into your family, and know that and trust that they're going to deliver to the best of their ability to wow you. If you're already thinking, well, I know this person's going to screw me over. Like mm-hmm. you don't want that. You want to say, I hired somebody and they're awesome, and I know they're going to do this great job. I can't wait. Yeah, totally. That's the attitude you want. So so a, a little bit earlier in the uh, conversation, you said something about pricing. What what is a range that people would expect to see in the Mitz world? And I'm not looking for your exact pricing, but you know what would be a low starting point and a high end of reputable photography for mitzvahs? Um, I would think a low end is probably twenty five hundred to three thousand ish. Okay, would kind of be uh, you know basic. You know, probably not including any product. Okay. Uh, and then you're going to get into the four, the fours and the fives as you add larger albums, maybe a pre-shoot. If you need to add grandparent albums, it's going to go up from there. So I would say, you know, 2500 to 4500 is a reasonable range for, for most. And, and I, I, you're based in New Jersey, so I want to say that that's kind of Jersey pricing. Would you feel that that's very similar nationally or – is New Jersey the exception? Because I, I know in the DJ world, you know, there's several markets that are on the higher end, Jersey, New York, California. Um, does the same kind of apply in photography or is it uh, nationally about the same? You know, that's a good question. I don't know what my colleagues are. I know some of my colleagues, what they're doing in other markets. Um, and the ones that I'm associated with who are extraordinary were kind of priced the same uh, with the same expertise. Uh, I can't tell you if that's going to be the same in the Midwest or, or different states, but I know uh, Florida and Maryland are kind of the same, uh, which is where a lot of my, my friends are. Uh, but I, I don't have, I can't give you a, a, a realistic answer on that because I'm not sure. Okay, good. Honesty is the best policy, right? Yep. <laughs> so um, uh, let, let's just talk for a second. You know, there, there's photography studios out there that have, uh, you know, an army of shooters and editors. And then there's, I don't, in our world, in the DJ world, we call it a single op versus a multi-op, you know, single yep. operator. I don't know what the terminology is in the photography world, but uh, do you want to speak about that for a second? Sure. So I would say 99.9% of the time uh, when somebody is looking to hire uh, their lead photography, they're getting me as their lead photographer. Um, what's been happening is I've gotten so many inquiries for the same dates. And I mean, I'm, I'm being booked two years out. So uh, when somebody really wants to work with me and they think that they have enough time and I'm booked two years out and they're devastated on the phone, that destroys me because I feel awful. Yeah. Um, because they may have just been with me at a mitzvah, saw me work, and you know, and this just happened. And the daughter was like, oh my God, my daughter like loved you. She thought you were great. And then I have to tell that family I'm booked. And then you hear the disappointment and I can't deal with that. That just breaks my heart. Um, so in a couple of cases, I do have, uh, some of my associates that I can step up and have them be a lead. Uh, but that only might happen at a handful of events each year because I don't want to be a factory. I don't want um, 
multiple people working under my brand. I'm very particular. So um, one of my associates, he's actually out of uh, North Carolina. And he and I will fill in for each other because uh, we have the same expectation and we're both, I think, equally talented. So um, if I'm booked and I really want to wow a client and have them get the same kind of work that I know I would deliver, then I will have him step in wow. with permission if that's something they're open to. And we do it back and forth. So I still end up shooting a pre-shoot or the temple portrait. He would just be there the day of the party uh, with one of my second shooters instead of me. Gotcha. And that that way, that client <laughs> basically uh, is the winner because they get two uh, very well-known and high-end photographers for the same price. So yeah, really. They actually are the lucky ones. Now, um, do you do, you, you do all your own editing, right? Yes, that's all me. So no matter who shoots, it's my editing, okay. my aesthetic, correct. So it, it keeps the similar style then? Correct. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, I, 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 again, I see and hear so many things and I, I, I hear of clients that just do, you know, shoot and burns and, um, oh, gosh, no. <laughs> you know, they, I, I've learned and, and I didn't know this prior. I mean, I, I'm, I can I learn every day, but I learned the value of editing because what comes out of the camera can be great, but when you just tweak it a little bit, it's astronomically different. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times. You know, what, what gets to be super fun and what I'm kind of most known for is my lighting style. So uh, a lot of clients specifically gravitate because they love my use of lights and creative lighting, lighting techniques. So particularly when I'm doing the portraits, which is my, like, I do really good portraits, so they, they, they really love that. And when the kids see the things that I could do with the lighting right in the temple, like just to see their faces because they're so in awe of what, because I could show them in the back of my camera, Okay, this is what it's going to look like, but wait to see it when it's done. And they're just like blown out of the park. And that is like the best feeling uh, because, you know, so a lot of the kids are interested in photography. They love paying attention to what I'm doing. Uh, so they get really excited to kind of see where I'm going with the lighting. And um, that's been really fun. So I love doing that and working with them and, you know, talking about their theme and their colors. And I can use color gels to, you know, really enhance their theme. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Can, can we talk about smoke bombs? Because I've seen them in your pictures, and I think it's so cool. So cool. So what's that all about? Um, I, I don't even know where it started. Several years ago, I think uh, I must have seen it somewhere on, online or in a magazine. I don't even know where. Maybe a YouTube video. And I just got intrigued by smoke bombs. Uh, so I convinced the client to let me use them in the background of a shot, and it took off wildfire like everybody wanted smoke bombs in their pictures and they're so fun uh it's so great to use and you know the thing is they're, they're kind of unpredictable because it's dependent upon the wind <laughs> and where we are you kind of don't know what's going to happen with it so uh you know we buy a bunch and we kind of it's kind of a trial and error but no two two shoots are the same so, so, so for, the, for the listeners for the listeners these smoke bombs they come in different colors, and, and Veronica, I've seen some of your pictures. I, in fact, I, I think you're the only one I've seen using them, um, where you know there could be giant clouds of purple and pink in the background that you know shouldn't be there, but they came from these smoke bombs. And um, I guess it's only outdoors, right? You're not using them indoors, I would assume, right? You're not using them indoors. We're using them outdoors. And what's fun is, you know, usually I'm putting a parent to where young, younger siblings to work, so. Uh, you know, while I'm shooting, either a younger brother or the mother is running behind the person with the smoke bomb, making the effect. So the whole family gets involved, 
which is just a great memory. It's something that we laugh about and we talk about on the day of. And usually if I'm doing that, it's for pre-shoot. So when those photos are blown up four feet by five feet for the day of, like they just, they're showstoppers. Like yeah. everybody's just like, how did you do that? And then I love it because the mother will tell the story. Oh my God, I slipped and fell behind her. And <laughs> like it's just, it's great. Um, so I love getting everybody involved and making everybody feel like they're part of a session. Um, you know, if you're dragging your younger siblings there and making them get to some in some pictures, then I make them my assistants and I give them a little job to do and they get excited. So uh, we put them to work. That's funny. We use the same philosophy here too. Um, very early in the conversation, you said uh, that you know that your style allows you to be unobtrusive. I love that because I can't tell you how many times we as entertainers are at events that we we have to stop the event to accommodate a photographer or videographer. And all of a sudden, what should be a natural feeling and natural flow doesn't feel natural. Um, or lighting becomes very obnoxious. Um, you know, huge stadium spotlights brought into events and you know, the, the whole idea of doing a evening party in a nightclub space as an example is because they want that feel. But then I've, I've had these uh, photographers, videographers bring in bright lights. And, you know, again, I understand it from the artistic standpoint, but I see a lot of people like yourself that choose to go a different route. And I think that's really commendable. Well, it's just, you know, the point is we want to show off the ambiance that they paid so much money and put so much time into creating. So you want the up lights and, the, and the, the, the stage lights and everything to shine. So that's my job is to create that mood. So when, when they look back on their party pictures, I photograph it as a participant, not as onlooker. So I'm in the middle of the, you know, I'm in the middle of the mosh pits and I'm in the middle of all the stuff happening at a mitzvah, which is a little crazy sometimes. I don't know how I haven't broken anything yet, but um, I have my, my body still in one piece. But I'm photographing that so when somebody is viewing them, they feel like they're there right in the middle. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's important that that ambiance, that excitement, that, that whole thing is captured. Um, and, yes, I do have to set up lighting, but it's not continuous lighting. It's just strobe. And, um, you know, I try not to be overly obnoxious about it. But, you know, I have a job to do, but at the same time, respect everybody else. And I think that's, you know, that's the one thing that I can't stress enough Um to everybody out there when you're hiring your vendors you know i have a preferred vendor list obviously mike is on that list um most vendors will tell you who they like to work with and there's a reason behind that because we like to work with people who get our style and we all are like-minded our job is to wow our client period to blow you away so when you hire people who work well together you're going to have an incredible event and you know, when I work with you, Mike, you, you know what I need. You know I need that horror belt twice because you know to look for me. You know, that's, that's, right. you know my need, you know to look out for me. You know where I need to be. And for an intro, uh, you know, we had this conversation. You get my style, you know my flow, you know how I move on the dance floor. That is invaluable as a client looking to hire somebody when they understand you. And it's the same thing with a videographer. The videographer has to be in almost the same place as I am. But if they start jumping in front of me because they feel like they're more important uh, than I am, then it's doing a disservice to all of us. So if I recommend a videographer that I work really cool with and we just, you know, we have a vibe, go with that. Because that means the video and the photos are going to be equally great because we realize we're equally as important. I, I have to assume you've ran into 
you know, really difficult situations in the past. And I, most photographers and videographers probably have as well. And this past weekend I did a party and I had never worked with this particular photographer before, but she seemed very nervous and, you know, repeatedly asked us in advance, I need to make sure when you do the horror that you know to face the chair to me. How how am I going to make sure that you're going to do that? And it was almost like we were being, you know, questioned about our own experience. And it's funny because to us, it's so second nature that we know, like, don't do anything without telling the photographer. And, and in fact, uh, we kind of went off script at one point and the caterer said, I need you to do uh, the parent speeches now. We said, no problem. But we didn't see the photographer in the room, so we hesitated. And the caterer right. comes over and he's, why aren't you doing them? I told you to do them. And, and so we, there's no photographer in the room. And he said, well, just do it. But no, we can't just do it. Because the family's going to be so upset if these moments aren't caught on film. So we, we knew, I mean, we sent a dancer out to go find the photographer. And it all worked out. It was moments later. Um, but to us, that's the norm, you know, looking out for all people involved in the event. Absolutely. And I can't tell you how many MCs and DJ companies don't do that. Where, you know, if I need to go run to the restroom, it's kind of, you know, I have a second shooter there, but there still needs to be two of us present. And if I need to take a break and you're going to photograph, them, I mean, and it's happened, believe me, it's happened, uh, where they purposely did the mozi while I was in the restroom. I mean, seriously, you could wait 30 seconds. Right, right. You know, or have somebody come get me. And that's, see, that's disrespectful, I think, on the whole. Like, you don't want to do that. And what you did is commendable and that's appropriate because that photographer, if they didn't have those pictures, they've just lost their job. Like they lost referrals because they might not have had something so important. And that's what I mean, all of us acting like a team. Yeah. You yeah, know, we, and, we, you give me the countdown. <laughs> five minutes to intros, five minutes to intros. Okay, got it. We're on it. We're good. Like, right. Right. We, we, we say it's playing nice in the sandbox with all the vendors. So um, Exactly. We're, we're coming close to an end here on the podcast. I have two things I want to just touch on. Um, you're, yeah. You are a guest at so many of these parties that you're working. Do you have any trends, maybe not necessarily in the photography world, but anything that you keep seeing that's really new and hot that you would want to share with uh, listeners? Oh, really new and hot. Let me ponder this one. What to do? Um, I know. I'm putting so, you on the spot here. I know. You're putting me on the spot. So what's... I don't know how long down in the Monmouth County area the pre-shoots have been big, but they're just getting popular where I am in northern Jersey. So that kind of, it took a little longer to get up here. Okay. So that's kind of something that um, a lot of people uh, up by me haven't heard about so much, uh, and so, which is great because then I have an opportunity to educate them on that. So definitely doing uh, a really cool theme, special pre-shoot um, Almost every one of my clients does it, both for boys and girls. Um, and and, and by, by pre-shoot for the listeners, what I believe you're, you're speaking about is actually meeting with the family weeks, if not months, before the party, shooting on site somewhere that may be relative to the theme and Correct. having these banners or murals printed out that can be used as decor throughout the room. Correct. So it's generally theme-based. It's generally used as decor somewhere. And it's a huge collaborative process between myself, uh, the client, a planner or decor person if they're involved, and the child. So we really work hard to choose attire, to choose location, to choose any props we need, hair and makeup. Like it's it's a it's a big deal. I and love we it. work really hard. It's so fun. I love um, it. What else is really big? I mean, 
I saw a really cool photo booth at an event, and it was really cool. And it was new; it was something I'd never seen before. Um, I would, that's not a trend yet. That was just kind of like something that stood out as new and cool. Well, um, one-off items. You know, we we've we've been doing a lot of one-off items that, and we we built a custom photo booth just for an event last week that was a uh, enclosure to make guests feel as if they were inside of a magazine cover. Uh, so yeah, one-offs are definitely something that's you know definitely trendy. Uh, you know the uh, to-go stations are good. So whether it's donuts to go or uh, you know we had Chick-fil-A and Moe's and a whole bunch of you know cool things and candy stations to go. So those to-go stations are huge, hugely popular. Or a food truck. I love me a food truck. It's really <laughs> cool. Um, so those are those are huge. So everybody seems to have those. And and uh, it, other than trends. How about any tips for those who are planning a party? Um, so the the best advice I could give you, it sounds the most logical, but not everybody is, is using their brain. They, they get so emotionally involved, is to, you know, we have a budget and decide where your priorities lie. Where do you want to put most of your money? Is it in the entertainment? Is it in the, the venue or the food? Is it in the photography? You know, not everybody can put everything everywhere obviously uh so you might have to cut back in certain areas to get what you really want but for me i'll always you know sit here and argue that photography is important because it's going to that's what's left at the end of the day when your party's done that's what's left for generations that's what your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren are going to be talking about um in the future so you know you're going to get what you pay for but if you really love somebody and the price is is minimal between photographer A and photographer B, go with your gut. <laughs> just go with your gut. Yeah. Um, you know, just, I think they'll be happy. I've thankfully never had, knock on wood, I don't want to start now, I've never had an unhappy client. And I'm honest about that, I haven't had an unhappy Vince client. And I don't intend to start now. So <laughs> um, I'm keeping that trend going, making everybody happy. Um, but just really quick, if there's a couple of questions people might ask, their photographers where they're interviewing them is you want to know how many photographers are going to be there. You want to make sure your photographer has insurance because the venue will require that. Uh, you want to know how soon you're going to get your deliverable. So that's a really important question because I know some photographers can make you wait months and you get mine within seven to 10 days, which wow. is absolutely unheard of. Oh my gosh. So I same day sneak peek and you have your full gallery. I'm, I'm not about 10 days right now. That's amazing. So, um, so that's important for people who, you know, want that instant gratification. Um, you know, and those are the kind of like the important things that people don't think to ask when they're they're in a meeting. But uh, they can be important to you. And if, you know, I'm going to deliver them in 10 days and another photographer is going to deliver them in six months, well, that's something you have to decide is important or not. Yeah, no doubt about that. Oh, wow. Sure. Uh, th this has been fun. Do uh, you have any uh, closing remarks that you want to add? And uh, if not, I'm going to ask you to give uh, listeners, you know, all your contact info, how they could find you online or social media. But uh, anything that we left out that you want to touch on? Uh, no, good. Uh, higher, higher explosive and Veraluce. We're a good team. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Uh, so, how do people find you online? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Veraluce Photo. V E R O. L-U-C-E photo, and my website is www.verochephotography.com. Uh, same on Twitter, same on everything else. Come follow me. Join the fun. <laughs>
Nice. Well, you've been a great guest. I love having you as a friend, as a uh, industry partner. Uh, I look forward to working with you again super soon. Um, have a great Thanksgiving for all who are listening. This is going to be posted just before the Thanksgiving holiday to our uh, our page. And uh, it's Mastering Mitzvahs. Again, I don't know if we're at episode 37 or 38. And um, <laughs> it is what it is. It's a busy week, busy time of the year. But uh, we love doing this. We love educating. And uh, for all the listeners, thank you for tuning in. And we'll catch you really soon. <laughs>